everybody. Welcome to Don't Make Me Come Back There. We are a funny podcast about family. My name is Dustin Nickerson, and I'm the host of the aforementioned podcast, and I am alongside Stephen English, oh, yeah. who is the producer of the aforementioned podcast and also a stand-up comedian, and this is it. This is our po- podcast. We are a funny podcast about family. We talk to funny and interesting people about their family and other things in their lives, and we, we do it, man. We get into it, so thank you, yeah. Backseaters, for being a part of our community. Thank you for engaging with our content. Thank you for downloading and sharing and all those things, and man, oh, man, do we have have a treat for you today a big one one of the great episodes we've had i think and uh no offense to all the other episodes we have ever done but this one's better Uh, (laughs) and i hope all of them are listening to this i trust none of them have Uh, but this is it today we have none other than the great angela johnson oh yeah which i wish i could build up a little suspense to that but you have downloaded the name of this episode already (laughs) so you know who the guest is (laughs) Angela Johnson is uh, an extraordinarily funny comedian, very popular. She sells out on tours all over the world. Yeah. And if and maybe maybe on other worlds. Yeah. I heard she's big on Venus. If anyone if anyone was, (laughs) it's going to be Angela Johnson. Uh, Angela Johnson was doing shows at the La Jolla Comedy Store and was gracious enough to invite me to be a part of those shows and was gracious enough to um, do our our little podcast right here. And we did it in her green room at the La Jolla Comedy Store, which is my home comedy club. Um, And it's a fun episode, man. Yeah. Getting to know her a little bit more is one of the podcasts, one of the first ones. Um, a lot of time when we take, uh, pe- we tell people, Hey, let us know guests or topics that you'd like. Um, you know, people will throw out names like you should get Jim Gaffigan. I was like, yeah, yeah. yes, we should. Rodney Dangerfield. You should get Barack Obama. You should say Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yeah. He's always talking about I feel his like wife. that's more likely than Barack, <laughs> which would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but you know, I always want to talk to people. My first goal is to get to talk to people that, um, I'm friends with and that I get along with because yeah. um, we always tell people these are conversations, not interviews. Sure. The point of these, if you like interviews with great comedians, uh, go listen to WTF with Mark Marin. He's the very best at it. Yeah. And those are interviews. Uh, we we shoot for conversations uh, where, yeah, we get to know people a little bit. We, we chase tangents and we, um, we just kind of go where the conversation flows as you would in a conversation. Um, so... Um, I want to know the guest and Angela, who is, I've met once, and you know, of course, I've known who she is. Sure. Another friend of the podcast, Taylor Tomlinson, said when I told her she was on the, doing our Angela was doing this, she said Angela Johnson is the reason I know what stand up comedy is, <laughs> which is pretty spectacular. Yeah. And uh, so I was I was nervous. Yeah. And I was excited, um, but I was part particularly a little bit nervous because it was the first time we'd interviewed a guest that I didn't really know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is what real right. journalists have to deal with. Or <laughs> they're not just like, hey, bud, let's record a podcast <laughs> in a hotel room. Yeah. Huh? You want yeah. a LaCroix? Yeah, I want a LaCroix. Uh, so we, uh, but we really get into it. And we talk a lot about sibling dynamics. Sure. Um, Angela had a really unique childhood as far as relationship with mom and dad and sister. And then we talk about marriage dynamics and comedy and, you know, the pride of, uh, being where she's from and how community, her community has responded to her. And, uh, it's really a fun, unique episode. Um, yeah, I always feel 
you know, on our, our little podcast that could funny uh, when I promote other people's things who are much bigger than us. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if for some she's reason, really going to see this bump. Yeah, you have heard of me and not Angela Johnson, <laughs> which seems impossible. Uh, you can follow Angela on Twitter at Angela Johnson, A-N-J-E-L-A-H. And I think you can take it from there with the Johnson. Uh, and then same on Instagram, Angela, A-N-J-E-L-A-H, Angela Johnson on Instagram. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode a lot. Steven, thank you for coming over to my house to record this intro. I uh, This is the, uh, it's 1030 at night on a Sunday. Today is a Sunday, correct? I went yeah. to a San Diego Fleet game today. Oh, yeah. Have you haven't been fleet, yet? Maybe no, but I I've heard fleet, 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 fleet. They have like a good chant. Yeah, they're into it. What's the colors? Uh, like a gray and yellow kind of thing. Okay, kind of navyish. Yeah, like navy colors. What's well, the navy vibe? I guess it makes right? sense. Yeah. the fleet and yeah. all. Yeah, really fun, unique. And I heard a rumor. I saw a tweet saying that their tickets are outselling the Chargers, which Hilarious. I love. Well, here's the thing that's great about minor league sports in general is you don't care who wins. Right. Because your tickets were cheap. Right. And even though, listen, I'm rooting for the fleet, but today uh, the uh, the Birmingham Iron won, and, uh, <laughs> and I was fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it was funny because, like, <laughs> so all these players in this league are, like, ex-pros. Sure. You know, and or an ex-college guys. And, you know, I went to the University of Washington, and I was looking uh, – you know, I saw like there were like two or three players, Bishop Sankey and Keith Price, guys who played there. And so we get down. It was actually a pretty exciting game. And uh, I hear them say the kicker's name. And I go, when I looked it up and they said, uh, you know, Birmingham iron kicker, Nick Novak coming to. And I was like, oh, Nick Novak. And I just told Joe, I was like, oh, this game's over. <laughs> this guy was like a pro for like a decade. Yeah. We're going to lose this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this isn't a high pressure moment for him. <laughs> no, he's, yeah. He's just trying to milk a couple more paychecks right. before it's over. Right, right, right. Before he opens up his car dealership somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> Wherever he's from. <laughs> Nick Novak Chevrolet. <laughs> Novak Chevrolet. <laughs> Bing. That's a free. Hey, I'm Nick Novak. <laughs> you might when I'm not the kicking Birmingham field goals, iron. I'm kicking it into drive <laughs> on my brand new Chevy Camaro. Yeah, <laughs> these two eight 2018s have got to go. <laughs> um, so it, it, we actually enjoyed it. We had a good time. Yeah, and um, that's what we're doing here now. I appreciate you coming over here. I had a a revelation earlier with Melissa that you know we have one bathroom. Yeah, and there are six people that live in this home: three kids, three adults, me, uh, my three kids, my dad, and my wife. Yeah, um, interesting. Uh, you put her last. That's fine. Yeah. Well. Wow. Wow. You know, the, <laughs> you don't get lines in this podcast. Don't come in here interrupting. All right. Just read your little J. Crew catalog over there. It's definitely not J. Crew because we can't afford it. Because I am an opener. Um, <laughs> That old Navy catalog. Old nasty. <laughs> uh, so we, I had this revelation. Like, I just, you know, it's not to get gross. If you're eating, if this is on your lunch break, I'm sorry. But, like, our toilet houses so many poops every yeah. day. <laughs> just an extraordinary. I told Melissa, I was like, I feel like just someone is pooping at all times in our home. Right. Between, I mean, it's mostly the kids and my dad, honestly. Sure. Uh, 
And my dad has this unique ability to get into the bathroom whenever you need to get in there. <laughs> but this happened um, a couple days ago. I needed to take a shower. At, it was like 3 p.m., which is when I shower. Wow, uh, must well, be nice. Yeah, well, you know, I work really hard, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, and the little one goes in there and poops, and it's, it's a pretty devastating blow. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's... It's it's worse than you would think. Cracks of porcelain. Then the big one goes in there, the boy, yeah. and it's it's about the same as the little one. I was sure. like, how did that even one fit in you on the little one? You know, <laughs> it's extraordinary. And uh, oh, side note too, if you have you ever watched like a if you ever watched a little kid wash their hands, you would yeah. never hold their hand again because <laughs> you teach a kid to wash their hands, and then when you realize you watch them do it on their own, you're right. like, oh no, that didn't get anything. You just got your sleeves wet. <laughs> That's all you did. You just got your shirt wet. Yeah. You just made more laundry. Yeah. That's all you did. <laughs> you still have filthy hands. So anyways, uh, I let it air out and uh, I go in there and I'm in the shower and I was like, man, it is still bad in here. Like I thought it had aired out and I opened the curtain and the middle one was pooping. <laughs> She had snuck in. Yeah. Like a a, a Jason Bourne <laughs> sneak attack. Like she shrunk down like Ant-Man and came under the door and was ninja pooping on me. Yeah. And just kind of waved at me. <laughs> hey dad. Just super casual. Like did, did what she was she did she think she was being sneaky or did you think she just I she think just, she didn't care. She just didn't care. No, 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 no. I was like, "Yeah, dad, shout I can yeah. go and poop." Okay. <laughs> I feel like this this podcast is we talk about family, but sometimes we're a commercial against family. <laughs> I will tell you this, my I don't know. My mom is a saint. She had four boys and my dad in the house, and we all have bowel issues. <laughs> I'm gonna put it that way. I'm gonna put it that way easily. <laughs> if I eat, I'm no I'm no more than 15, 20 minutes away, <laughs> and that's every single boy in that house. That was four men. And they were men, but they were all teenagers at the same time. My dad was a man, and I was like 12, like 11. So it was like men, men getting I know it's good because you're getting Melissa cackling in the corner. <laughs> it was. She is Your a mom saint. is a saint. That's Melissa, why, yeah. That's why I want to have a girl just to pay her back for <laughs> all of that all of that time she had to spend with the nastiest boys that have ever, just garbage, just garbage pail kids. Awful. Just straight garbage pail That's kids. That's how I feel for Melissa, especially when I'm gone. It's so many chores. It's so <laughs> gross. Everything is just constantly like germs here. Yeah. Like you'll look at the TV and you're like, oh, do I have to clean the TV? <laughs> how did the TV? Did someone wipe yeah. their nose on a lamp? How it's so it? nasty. Yeah. And it's like why I'm so grateful for Munchie Mugs. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I thought I saw it come in earlier, <laughs> and then you and then you didn't and you went the other way. So I was like, okay. And then I, it's like it's like I forget. Our house would be even <laughs> worse without Munchie Mugs. No, Melissa, I was using you as a way to get to the ad. <laughs> that is true, though. I saw the Munchie Mug in use today, yeah. and uh, and and uh, Melissa is such a fan that she told us she sent two Munchie Mugs to Japan today. Yeah, to Japan to Japan. her sister yeah. who's having her eleventh child. <laughs> Fifth, you might have been exaggerating fifth? a little bit. Fifth. fifth child, fifth child. Yeah. And what 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 else would you get them but a munchie mug? <laughs> You're handing them time and yeah. money and energy. And I'd give them maybe yeah. a number to a vasectomy clinic. That'd oh, be a good. Well, 
You're diving into some family issues there that we're not going to divulge. <laughs> that this is not the platform. Stir it up. Uh, stirring that up. Uh, no, it's the Munchie Mug is perfect. It's perfect for our house. Yeah. Uh, what, what what color one do we have again? It's we have the we have the, like a Ooh. teal one because uh, you can get them in so many different colors. We like that's very northwest. You know, we like our teal and our green and our blue, but you can get a lot of different colors. Yeah. It's uh, the best spill proof. Uh, snack cup on the market. It's uh, it's good for the environment. Yeah. You can wash it easily on the top uh, rack of your dishwasher. Uh, it's made. I say made in America. Well, I'm gonna say it again. You can make it in America, but you can ship it to Japan. Uh, <laughs> but when you order online at munchymug.com, you can get 25% off your order at Don't Make Me. When you type in promo code Don't Make Me, right. and this is munchymunchymug.com, promo code all one word Don't Make Me. No apostrophe in there. You're going to get 25% off your order. Your life is going to be made better. Oh, yeah. Uh, your life is going to be made less messy. Yeah. Guys, I hope you enjoy this episode with Angela Johnson For as sure. much as I uh, as I enjoyed recording it. It's really fun. It's interesting. It's funny. We have a lot of good laughs, everybody. Thank you. As always, please rate and review and subscribe. Tell your friends about this and send us emails that don't make me come back there at gmail.com. Thanks so much, guys. That's it. I had a uh, I wanted I had a funny moment uh, this week that I wanted to tell you that uh, tell I so I help coach my son's little league team. I have three kids. And, oh my god! And I know. Uh, and there's one really talkative kid on the team named Darian. Uh, Darian. Darian is like the kid that found out I did comedy and was like, mm, we'll see. <laughs> you know, like, uh, and out of nowhere this week, he we're at practice and he's in the cages and he starts doing your nail salon bit. Like he just starts <laughs> going, oh, you're so pretty. And I was like, oh, that's How funny. How old is he? He's 11. Yeah. And I go, oh, that's funny. Uh, I go, I'm, I'm going to be working with Angela this weekend. And, and he goes, who's Angela? Yes. <laughs> And I go, Angela Johnson. And he goes, is that a dude or a chick? And I go, do you mean a male or a female? Darian, where are you going? And yeah. and he had, Hilarious. and I go, you, you watched a video, right? I assumed he saw the clip. And he goes, no, I just know that from the TikTok app. <laughs> <laughs> the TikTok app not paying me money? Yes. Is that, <laughs> is that a thing? I, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Listen, I don't know how it all works, but... That app uses my audio, I guess, in a commercial oh, or something. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to bring up controversy no, out of the gate there. Yes, let's d- let's dive right into yeah. it. <laughs> let's, let's go in. Current lawsuit right now. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> they're unlicensed material. No, I don't even know. A couple people hit me up and they're like, are, you pay- are they paying you for this? I'm like, I don't know. How do I get them to pay me for this? Right, where are they pulling the audio from directly? Yeah. Yeah. It was in and, and the... Can, it like this, and then I was a reminder of exactly what eleven year olds are as far as so their interest of comedy. Because he did funny. that, and I go, you know, I'm, again, I'm working with her, and he goes, "Is that like a? What do you mean you're working with her?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be at a comedy show." The voice. And he goes, and because I don't, he literally he couldn't understand. It's like she is a stand up comedian who tells jokes on a stage. And I go, I'm gonna be with her on a live comedy show, and he goes, "Oh, that sounds lame." Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> wow. Darian, I like Darian. him. He's got something special. 
coming so at you. So he Gary. only he loves your material if it's only through when an he app. knows it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll be honest, a lot of guys feel that way. Right. <laughs> that that right there is a nice little commercial of why not to have children. Right yeah. there, by the way, right. to show uh, just a general disinterest in the thing that you care yeah, the most about. They don't about. care about you. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just care that you care about them. Yes. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The narcissism starts. Yeah really young in that way you know that's why we try to keep our kids at a, a real uh just disinterest level <laughs> <laughs> i were getting rid of them they we decided that they don't spark joy so we're oh, gonna get funny. rid of all three of them do you spark joy yeah <laughs> not as much as your brother people are gonna start using that to cut off relationships yeah <laughs> i'm hoarding bad relationships yeah so. When you were, uh, I was like raised by like a like a single dad who kind of neither did either. Were were your parents like super encouraging, overprotective, like in like in that way, or were they more like uh, just go raise yourself? Um, my dad. If by encouraging you mean like yelling and spanking, yes, very encouraging. <laughs> That's exactly. Those are synonyms. <laughs> They're the same thing. Encouraging, yelling. Spanking. Well, I mean, my dad put me in all the sports. Soccer, softball, track and field, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. And he was my coach for everything. Okay. But he was aggressive. Oh. So it was like Let's super see. scary. And it wasn't like, hey, you're doing a great job. Get out there. It was like, Angela, what are you thinking? <laughs> it was like that. Oh, in front of all your friends. Oh, yeah, in front of everybody. Yeah. Oh, it was scary. Uh, so you I had remember, the opposite of the oh, yeah. stereotypical coach's kid treatment. <gasps> Usually the coach's kid, everybody oh, else hates because no. they get the best treatment. No. Opposite day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he like that at home too or was it just like yeah. there was something intensity? Yeah, that's my dad. In the, Okay. That was my dad. All that's the my way... childhood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was it like a balanced thing though with mom or like... Oh, yeah. My mom was sweet. My mom... Um, it was definitely like good cop, bad cop, you know? And then they got divorced when I was eight. And then um, my mom had to be everything. You oh, know? okay. So you lived with your mom? Yes, yeah. I lived with my mom. We saw my dad every other weekend. And, um, you know, on his weekends, we were at like the Motel Six or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, Broke Down Motel was nearby. Yeah. Um,. And Which really prepped you for a comedy career. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's like, what else are you going to do? That or walk the streets? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Those early years of comedy in bad hotels, you're like, I miss my dad. I, yeah. miss <laughs> I would sneak out. This is funny. I would sneak out of the motel room with my sister. And there was a Motel 6 that was across the field this is before like there was development apartment buildings everywhere you know right right right. so there is just a a dirt field from motel six Mm -hmm. and right across the field was a chuck e cheese oh my so when my dad would fall asleep we would sneak out and go to the chuck e cheese they'd let you in without a parent yeah, I guess you so. guys I found your yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, the, like, it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I was thinking about all the like security systems they have now, or because it used to be sketchy right. like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah, you guys yeah. would just go party it mm-hmm. up at the Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sneaking into clubs and out of my dad's hotel room <laughs> since I was a wee young girl. <laughs> <So> <laughs> did you guys take money on the way out too? I don't know. I don't remember. Just Probably. like I mean, no, my dad would, he knows exactly how many quarters and nickels are in his fanny pack. Right. <laughs> because he rocked a fanny pack my whole childhood. He might still, I don't remember. Well, I think they're back now. They, they are they, back. They, yeah. 
But he was rocking it when it was when it was a thing originally, mm-hmm. and then it was no longer a thing. He was still making. He stayed it a thing. true. Yes, and I yeah. always, I know exactly what I'll find in my dad's fanny pack. It's gonna be a nail clipper, some chapstick, oh, a bunch of change yeah. in his wallet, and some coupons. Okay, hey, so that sounds prepared though. Yeah. That sounds like a prepared person. <laughs> it is that's really. A that's, guy. that's a Boy Scout like pack right there. Yeah, it's like you know, it's a MERS, but it's a, <laughs> it's a fanny pack. He stayed true though. It was a trend. Yeah. He's like the guy that stayed on Fila the last twenty years. Yes, you know, and Fila now they're back. <laughs> yeah. yes. I used to have a joke making fun of Fila. And now I, I saw it in an Urban Outfitters. I was like, it's oh. back? Oh, it's back. Fila's back? Are they going to get Grant Hill back? Or I don't remember who they had. I, I don't know either. But <laughs> Joe Dumars. Back. Joe Dumars. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Was your sister younger or older? Older. Three years older than me. Okay. So were you, was she leading a lot of those? Or were you she like was, the mischievous? Yeah, she, my sister is very maternal. She was very much like our second mom you know, mm-hmm. even though she's only three years older than me. Right. And now we're, we're, we've always been best friends our whole oh, that's life. Cool. Yeah. And so now we're like at equals. Like I don't look to her as a mom anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when we were children. Right. And not that I looked to her as a mom. She just was like the authority sure. when mom wasn't around. Because my mom worked full time and raised four kids by herself. Right. right. So she was work all the time. And so my sister would be home and mm-hmm. she would be the disciplinary and stuff yeah. like that. So she was that role to us. Yeah. My sister was the same way. She's three years older. We were raised by a single parent. And then, like, probably around high school, I was like, I don't really need to listen to you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. You're only three years older yeah. than me. Yeah. You How really about shouldn't. you go on timeout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you doing? And she kind of, like, my sister was, like, kind of doing some sketchy stuff there, too, at the end. Like, yeah, she'd, like, send me like to cocaine. a cocaine? Ro- well, not that. Yeah. <laughs> not that Eventually. Uh, <laughs> and she is my mom's daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Runs, uh, no, but it would be like, you need to go to your room. And then like a boy would come over and you're like, okay, I, I wasn't actually in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see here. You're doing the sketchy behavior there, Jessica. Here I am airing your <laughs> secrets to our dozens of listeners. So. My full name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and you grew up in Bay Area, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the, was your dad, when you guys split, uh, you said, were you in the same house that you yeah. had been before? My then? mom and got the house and the divorce. There you go. My dad's still upset about it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> He's like texting you about it, right? He pulls the phone out of the fanny yeah. pack. Your yeah. Mom's still. I mean, for years, my dad would, um, his like coping mechanism is to make jokes. And mm. I get my jokey personality from my dad and my mm-hmm. grandpa for sure. Yeah. And um, so after they got divorced, my dad would always make jokes about my mom. Okay. And like they weren't nice jokes. No. But he w- that was his way of like, he was hurt. Sure. You know, he was so hurt by right. all the whole situation. Mm. And so he would make jokes about it. And at first, you know, we're young kids. So we would just like laugh or ignore it and then as i got older and he would still make jokes then i would kind of give it back to him and be like do you still care about my mom Mm. maybe like no (laughs) oh why do you still make jokes like are you still like what what is this about and then slowly he just stopped yeah i bet to hear that from your kid you're like okay this is too much yeah 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 i've created a monster yeah he's just uh, that's so funny like it's the classic like you know some people like ask 
Oh, what's your mom up to? You know, like they're, when the when the parents mm-hmm. split, they try mm-hmm. and get the little details. And instead, your dad just had a little comedy club roast. Yeah, uh, he would just <laughs> roast my mom yeah, every speaking time. Speaking of your mom, huh? You're like, okay, yep. none of us want to hear this. Exactly. Right? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Okay, dad. We got it. We still live with her uh, <laughs> five out of yeah. seven days. <laughs> she's still pulling out of the parking lot right now. Like, yeah. I can see her car still. Yeah. Like, she's, she's in the parking lot. Car. Like, we're mm-hmm. in a Motel 6, Dad. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> Who's really in a place to be telling yeah. jokes, Dad? <laughs> so was he, when you were talking about his coaching, did he keep coaching? Because you played a lot of sports and were a cheerleader and an athlete. Yeah, was yeah, he coaching yeah. all the way still up through, like, junior high, high school, even after the split and stuff? Um, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely was our coach for all that stuff, but cheerleading, he didn't want to have anything to do with. So like, he, did, he wasn't on the Raiderette staff? No, no. he was no, not. He, <laughs> he didn't do the Pop Warner thing. Like, when it was his weekend, my mom had to, like, make sure you better take them to cheer practice. Or you mm. better take them to their games, because oh, he was, yeah, like, yeah. not about it in the beginning. Mm. But then we did it for so long, then it became a thing, and, yeah. you know. He's supportive after. Did they ever start to get along? Now, in adult years, yeah. they're they're cordial with each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say they're friends by any means, yeah. but they are definitely cordial with each other and can have adult conversations, but they're definitely not friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, which would almost be strange if they... Like, sometimes my mom and dad get along... Are they so, divorced? Uh, yeah, they divorced when I was. Oh six. yeah, you said that yeah. earlier. Yeah. So long that it's almost weird to me. Uh-huh. I was like, "What? What happened?" Oh yeah. You, you guys like like hanging out still? And I you mean, guys are buddies. that's like Joe Coy and his ex-wife. Oh, They're yeah, like thing. besties. Weird. They're like real good friends. Yeah. And, which is great for his son for, that they have such a great relationship, and yeah. they've both moved on. It's not like sure. they're like a thing. Like they, you know, she has her partner, and, and yeah, 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 Joe yeah. has his. But it's like. Even my my aunt and her ex, they were real good friends. They were both remarried, and he yeah. would come to the holidays still. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, hey, if you could do it, good for you. Like, yeah. if I ever had to split with somebody, I would hope I could remain like that, like, not even just yeah. cordial, but... It's definitely helpful when there's kids in the relationship, though, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, even when just friends, because I don't know if you feel that sometimes, like, you'll have friends get divorced, and you're like, well, I guess I only get to be friends with y- one of you. Yeah, now. which one do we yeah. get to pick? <laughs> For real, we just had that recently. We had a, a couple in our circle who got divorced, and it was like, all right, which one do we keep? You know, <laughs> and uh, it organically finds yeah. its way. Like yeah. the the right pieces fall into place, yeah. and you're like, okay, I guess we're keeping her. Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> we had. It's one. always the her, though, right? Is it though? It's almost never. No, the because I feel like there's some psycho broads out there who were like, no. "Oh, thank God, bro! Like we did I, not co-sign on her." I guess that's true. Yeah, but I mean, you know yes, I, mean? I think that the the normal default would be just because single women when they get single they get fun. Right. When right, dudes right. get single, like all of a sudden they don't get very fun. Like uh, I've, I have a lot of, fr- you know, so you have a right. friend that like gets single all of a sudden. You're like, yeah. oh man, they, this, they get, they, this not is not, yeah. this is not fun, man. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Best case scenario is they start going to the gym a lot. Yeah, that's and even that's, and that's, and that's not that fun. You gotta watch. You gotta like see all the posts. You yeah, know, but not, like a lady gets single, she gets hella fun. Yeah. She's out there just single, ready to mingle. Yeah, <laughs> and the dude's single, ready to eat spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's it. That's the full divorce. If In the dark. And he could have. Lights. He chose yeah. the dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one light bulb. How do you even get the one light bulb in your apartment, bro? That's a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah, for we've realized like 
it depends if you meet them as a couple then it's a true organically oh, yeah. what happens but the yeah. usually what we've found happens is whichever one you knew first yeah if they met in and but that's happened to us a couple times where like we had a friend usually when they're my friend mm. and they marry and then we like her more than him yeah and then we're we're selfishly really disappointed in the uh-huh. divorce because not only did we lose her we're stuck with him yeah and now he's your dad at coming over and bad mouth and it's like no we liked her way more yeah. yeah that was the best part of you was her hilarious i'm so losing true. everybody if we get me and dorothy get no divorced, no i was gonna I'm say you everybody yeah, i don't yeah, even remember your say. name anymore I'm, i already yeah. <laughs> i already forgot your name yeah so Just dorothy don't, plus one yeah. just, don't, don't get divorced yeah. yeah yeah i'm losing everybody i'm going I'm, yeah you will be my first exception <laughs> I'm like listen everybody yeah. <laughs> we're not friends no she produces my podcast yeah. now we're doing yeah. all of it yes and I'm gonna I'm like, gonna, hey, I'm gonna have Dorothy open for me if you ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, man, I'm gonna like right. fold Back to the Future and erase you too. Yeah, like, I'll go back in all the episodes Photos and delete. Yeah. Yeah. Delete. <laughs> delete. We need to strike you from all of them. Now the family, like when you, uh, I'm always curious for comedians of like when what their parents' thoughts are on the career and did it change. Because when you first go into it, it's like, all right, here we go. Like when you first tell your parents you want to be an art major or something like that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, we'll see. But then, uh, uh, you know, with the success level, it might start to change yeah, a little course. bit, you know. So when you, because I know you're, you, you started doing, you did the class. Uh, I've heard you a couple times. Yeah. Like you did the class at the church I and did. you did some things. And... Well, when I first moved to Hollywood from Northern California, I told my family, I'm going to go be an actress. Yeah. Right. You were a cheerleader and at the time, right? I was a cheerleader for the Oakland Raiders. We went to the Super Bowl that year and uh, Rich Gannon year. I right. yes. <laughs> Rich Gannon and all his interception glory. Um, <laughs> so, and you with a smile on oh, your face kept being supportive. Oh my god. It was, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, that was a lesson in humility. Um but so when I first told my dad, I said, I'm gonna move to Hollywood, I'm gonna be an actress. He said, Why are you gonna do that? You don't know anything, nobody's gonna hire you. Thanks, Real support. Real. Um, so he was encouraging. Go getter. Yeah. Like, he'd spank you if you were younger. Listen, you know? <laughs> he totally. He totally would. And um, so then I told my mom. I said, "I'm gonna move to Hollywood. I'm gonna be an actress." And my mom was like, "I'll believe it when I see it." Okay. And so it's not like she was the most supportive either. But to me, when my mom said that, it was kind of out of. I had never left the house before. I had mm. never aspired to do anything like that before. So I kind of took it as my mom, like her fearful almost, mm. and not necessarily like she didn't believe I could do it. Right. But it so was like... So her saying that was almost like a protection mechanism. like Yes, because not only was I saying, hey, I'm moving out of the house. I was saying I'm moving to a whole different city, and it's like Hollywood that like everyone's scared of like whatever you know so i felt like when my mom said it it was more of like a protection type Mm -hmm. thing and uh i remember telling my older brother i was moving and i didn't even know him that well to be honest because i just met my older brother when i was a teenager oh okay so like we would talk a few times a year but i remember talking to him on the phone be like hey i'm gonna move to hollywood and be an actress and he's like all right well it's against my better judgment but hey you know whatever you want to do like yeah so there wasn't much support except for my sister okay 
full circle. Coming, coming back around to my sister Veronica. Veronica. Besties growing up. I remember telling my sister, hey, I'm going to move to Hollywood and I'm going to be an actress. And she was like, yeah, go do it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And so, like, she was my, like, cheerleader yeah. from day one. Yeah. And then, um, of course, like you said, success changes things. Sure. And so, but my family was happy, like, when I was an extra on TV. Mm. Yeah. I was an extra on TV. My whole family was excited. It was like, oh, my God, she's going to be on TV. She's in the movie. She's yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So... It wasn't even like I had to become a big celebrity for my dad to be proud of me. Yeah. It was just like, I'm an extra, and it was like, whoa, we're this just family from San Jose. What do we know about right. being on TV? Right. Like, yeah. So even that was like, I could have retired at that yeah. point. Like, I made it, you guys. <laughs> should have. Yeah. You really should have. You're an extra on Scrubs or whatever. I was on Friends. Friends. Oh, oh my gosh, show. that's huge. In the history of I'm shows. sorry to insult wow. you with Scrubs like that. Yeah. It's a good show, but Friends. Yeah. Where, top yeah. tier now yeah 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 <laughs> and everybody tune in and the whole thing uh-huh oh yeah I was, hey i'm just gonna be on this week yeah look for in the background <laughs> featured extra uh no i was never a featured extra uh. on friends but i was on for seasons nine and ten okay so yeah. if you go to those seasons you will find me you yeah. will see me yeah and there's even you know they did their series book where they have like they go through every season of the whole series in like a big yearbook type mm-hmm. thing. There's a picture of me in there yes. drinking coffee in the background. I love and I'm like, that. Oh okay. my god, there I am, right yes. there. <laughs> and another full circ moment. Um, I was in Alabama filming a movie. It's a great start. And <laughs> I'm at the hotel gym and I'm on the treadmill, mm-hmm. right? And I'm watching Friends on yeah. TV. And I see myself walking yes. in the background. And I had this moment of like, here I am on location yeah. shooting a movie where right. I'm an actor and I get to say words. Right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And there I am where I started. I'm looking at myself in the beginning of yeah. my journey while I'm in this yes. moment. It was like such a cool experience. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I had a moment once where I was uh, bombing at a casino in Laughlin mm-hmm. and I saw my friend on a show that I auditioned for. And I went and bought a, a shirt that uh, had sunglasses on it because I was feeling so sad that it cheered me up. So. <laughs> Similar. So it's kind of the same thing. Same story. Uh, same, same, same. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. I mean, Laughlin will do that to you. Dude, yeah. Laughlin is real sad. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad by sad city standards. Like, it's, it's, it's like... Someone gave you prim, and they're like, I'll raise you Laughlin. And you're like, oh, <laughs> man. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what, as it, so you're, it was, I know, like, the, the whole, people always use, like, the overnight success thing, which is in, never true, right? Because right. you were grinding and working. Right, but as right. things started to change and kind of where they're at now, mm-hmm. has the attitude been... Like I've I've heard stories of where people are like I'm so proud of you or they're like oh Angela's just Hollywood now or she's too busy. Oh, yeah, how's sure. the relationship? You know what? It's my family is very proud of me. That's my wonderful. city is very proud of me. Like anyone who has any sort of claim to me is very proud of me. Yeah. So it's an honor really to be that person for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had friends that I grew up with just expressed to me how like I'm doing it for all of us yeah. you know oh I love that and so it's like and not only that too 
now it's even deeper like on a cultural level like being a latina mm. being a female like yeah. women being like hey you're doing it for us yeah latina's like hey you're doing it for us and i remember a uh, cool story um this guy he's he's my friend now but he started off just as my um my exterminator <laughs> my pest control guy <laughs> um and i randomly i was living in i had a condo at the, t- at the time in north hollywood and there was this big spider in my house yeah and we my, my sister caught it put it in a ziploc bag because she's not afraid of spiders at all sure. i'm i have an issue with spiders sure i'm with you and so she puts it in this bag and we're looking at it and she's like i think this is a poisonous spider i think this is a brown recluse spider and i'm like no way so i just yelp real quick a pest control company and right. i saw this one that was like family owned and i love to support family yeah, businesses yeah. and like you know any sort of like entrepreneur person i'm like yeah let's do it mm-hmm. so i call his company the guy comes over and he looks and he's like yep that's a brown recluse it's poisonous i'm gonna go spray your house yeah, whatever get these things and he's like and he's total like cholo dude yeah right? yeah He's like, hey, are you Angela Johnson? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, bro, we're big fans, dog. <laughs> and like, real excited to meet me. So I get my DVD out. I sign it oh, for him that, and his yeah. kid. And like, oh, cool, right? And then cut to a couple years later. Now I move and I live in a house up in the hills, yeah. right? Like yeah, things yeah, are going yeah, pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I'm in the hills, so now we got more spiders. (laughs) So we call an exterminator. We need an exterminator to come and, like, spray our house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to call that company we used a couple years ago. Yeah. And have him come, right? His name's Kevin. Yeah. It's his company. Manuel's not, is he and, in the picture at this point? Oh, yeah, yeah, Manny's yeah. part of this, yeah. this whole process. And so I'm but like, he's okay, not let's killing call. the spiders. Oh, no, Manny's uh, worse than me. I'll get the spider before him. <laughs> um, and so Kevin, who we just met at my condo yeah. and just shared with me, like, oh, we're, we're fans, whatever. Yeah. He comes to my house and as soon as he comes up to my house, he's like, hey, dog, you're moving on up, bro. We're proud of you, dog. And it was like a moment like where my success in that moment was bigger than myself. Mm. It was for my people. It was for even this guy who I just met, but he sees himself in me. He sees his family in me. He sees his daughter in me. He's like, this is for us. Like, oh, we're proud of you. You're Mm. doing it, you know? So my success is so much bigger than me and like, oh, I drive a nice car or I have a nice house or whatever. But it's like it, it represents so much mm. more mm-hmm. than now, that. The that question was- is, did he hook you up? Did he give you the homie hookup or was it? Bro, Kevin, <laughs> shout out to Kevin, A18 Pestcock, Sterminators. <laughs> 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 Kevin knows everyone. Whatever you need, he's got a guy. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we got a lot of we got a lot of listeners in, in LA. This episode That's is our brought second to you biggest by. market. Oh so hey, whatever you need, he's got <laughs> Kevin. a guy. I'll call him for nothing. It has nothing to yeah. do with pest control. Nothing. I'm like, hey, bro. Oh, this, it was Easter. Yeah. Easter morning, our toilet was overflowing, and we had a big party plan. People were coming. I'm like, oh my god, we need like a last minute plumber. I call Kevin. He's an exterminator. Has nothing to do with plumbing. I'm like, yeah. hey, bro. My toilet's overflowing. Do I you think got it might plumber? be spiders. I think and spiders. <laughs> might, I think spiders might be causing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call my boy. Call right back. Done. Five minutes later. All right, he's gonna be there in like thirty minutes. Yeah. 
so many times random things yeah hey do you got a guy we need help with um crown molding yeah you know whatever yeah 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 yeah. i'm gonna call my guy yeah he has a guy always has a guy kev you can send the payment for this commercial kevin don't maybe come back there po box 9945 kevin actually officiated their wedding and (laughs) a lot of people don't know that it's a really it's a full circle moment uh Those are the title of this episode is Full, full Circle. <laughs> <laughs> that's on brand. I like it. It's on brand. That's a nice. That's a nice hashtag. <laughs> I do love that stuff that like, and that your family feels that too, because there's been moments of it too where, you know, when you come from a broken home or like a community where it's just not people don't leave it very often and then when you go you don't realize that people are like inspired and they feel a connection to you yeah. i always assume the opposite like oh <laughs> this guy's just oh he's just doing this or he thinks he's better than us now or anything like that but a lot of time there is that kind of hometown yeah. people want to identify and connect yeah. with you some way uh, and that's uh, I have well, you know I've yet to have the exterminator moment, but I well I I prayed into your life. We'll keep grinding. Yeah, yeah you, I'm gonna put it on the I vision hope you board. Have I'm poisonous gonna, spiders. I'm gonna she put yeah I'm gonna put Terminex on my vision board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know I remember there was a, a season. There's a Justin. Like my my family is proud of me and where I come from. People are proud of me. I'm sure there are those people who mm-hmm. as you just said like or like oh she thinks she's this now or whatever right. i'm sure mm-hmm. there are those people and there was even a season with my sister who is my best friend yeah and we would talk on the phone every single day multiple times a day mm-hmm. and she would know everywhere i was at all times right. like that so whatever yeah. if i had a meeting she knew about it mm-hmm. if i had uh, if I was in Arizona, she knew about she it. She's like the OG iPhone tracker. Yeah, before there was saying. iPhone trackers, she was my uh, my find my friends. Yeah. Where's my Angela? Yes, yeah. and she lived in San Jose, and I lived in LA, but we still were like so very close. But then my life started getting really busy, and mm. I started blowing up. It was like meetings all the time. Happened, it was yeah. I was on the road all the time. I was different city here, 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 different city, different city, and so slowly it became less about me checking in with her making sure she knew where I was and just like I had to live my life I had to go do it do it right. and it be, there came a, a strain on our mm. our relationship and there was this moment where uh, we were very our relate our friendship was very strained and it was really out of hurt like she was hurt and felt that I was like getting too big yeah big or, timer, yeah you know what it was mm. and um there was this conversation we had and she was like you're like so busy now and i don't know anything that you're doing and people ask me like oh where's Ange?" and i'm just like i don't know i don't know she doesn't tell me anymore Mm. and she's like all you do is give me like five minutes of your day Mm. and i remember i was like no it's your perspective i Mm -hmm. only have five minutes of my day and i choose to give it to you Mm. And so it was like a moment of realizing just life was changing right. and seasons were changing. Yeah. And so we have to adjust and adjust our perspective, mm-hmm. adjust our life and figure things out. And as season, there's ebbs and flow to everything. So now like I'm still busy, but I talk to her all the time again. Mm-hmm. Like it's back to, and she's annoyed by my phone calls now, like in this <laughs> season. Like I swear to you, I will yeah. call her. And like multiple times a day, and by the time like the third time she answers, she's like, "Yes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, hi, sorry. Um, I remembered I was gonna tell you. Um, 
I had these uh, chicken strips last night, <laughs> and they were like so disgusting. Like my stomach hurt for like thirty minutes. Okay, cool. She's like, you need to call Kevin. Okay, you need yeah, to call- exactly. <laughs> He's your sister now. He's got yeah. that hair. <laughs> exactly. She's like, you need to get some more gigs or something. Yeah. This is too much. Yeah, anger. yeah. Okay, got it. I love that so much though because that's such a um, like shows like as because we can't control the things that and our circumstances that change. Career, life stuff happens, you know, relationships, all the circumstances change. And if she doesn't bring that up and then you don't speak honestly with her, then the relationship probably just, you know, goes away. It fades away. It dissolves. But the, like, and what I'm hearing there, and what, like, you know, I take to heart there, both with siblings and friends, is like, not to get mad at the circumstance, but to speak honestly in the moment. Like yeah. that was really brave of her to bring that up yeah. and show her important your importance yes. to her. Yes. But equally important was you saying like, "I'm giving you everything I got." Yeah. It's like the parable of the widow who puts the coin, the one coin, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And it's like, no, no, no. That's actually I'm giving you more uh-huh. than the person who has all the free time. Right. You know, right. I'm giving you all that I have yeah. right here, and I'm sure that meant a meant a lot to her but I it sounds like she might want you to go back to that or somewhere in yeah. between <laughs> happy medium <laughs> I don't want three calls I don't want zero calls give yeah. me one 20 minute call yeah 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 now uh Manny you guys have been married for how long seven years going on uh, eight this year nice nice yeah. where uh does the how are family dynamics there because anytime because you were pretty established at that point yes and he was pretty established at that point yeah. right uh, which, by the way, I love the YouTube stuff. I was watching earlier today the one. I'm sure it's a question you get a lot of the how do you two your two entertainers. Yeah. You know what I think you said. I'm used to being the boss. Yeah. You're used how to do we the, fit into each other's worlds? <laughs> yeah. And just have now you have to come home and coexist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a journey, just yeah. like everything else. It's you. You learn. You adjust. Um, you adjust perspective. Yeah. You grow. You. You'd be willing to, um, willing to adjust, willing to move and not just like, you know, feet planted in the ground. Like this is how it works. Yeah. My way or the highway. Yeah. Like it's, that's what you do in relationship is you compromise and you make it work. Yeah. But, um, wait, was that your question? No, 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 no. How did he integrate as far as, okay, now we, you know, when, how's the in-law dynamic and you and their family and him and your family, everyone Um, get along? Yes, well, he comes from a very small family. Okay. They were a military family, mm-hmm. so they bounced around a lot. And right. then his parents had estranged relationships with their siblings. Oh, and interesting. So my husband never met his grandparents ever. Really? Oh, never wow. met them. Um, he The first time he met his uncle and aunt, we were already married. And it was because they came to my show in New York. Oh, wow. Wow. That was the first time he wow. met them was in the green room. So, he goes from a very small family, and mm-hmm. the family he does have, like the family that we would hang out with on Thanksgiving and do like holidays and parties with, um, his cousins and nieces and nephews and them, is actually his military family. Oh, interesting. So they aren't yeah. even like blood related, mm-hmm. but it's who they grew up with in the military on the base, and they were the Puerto Rican family, mm-hmm. they were the Puerto Rican family, and so now we family. Yeah, you absolutely, know? yeah. So his 
his cousins that I love and we spend the most time with mm-hmm. are his military cousins. And play cousins. That yeah, that's who. Yeah. What was that? Play cousins. Play cousins. There you go. Yeah. But it, like that's his family. That's the only family he yeah. knows. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So does um, that make him close to your family too? Was he like happy? No, to, it okay. was it was an adjustment for him. Okay. So who are all these people? Yeah. Why is your family so big? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have My... multiple aunts and uncles. Yeah. This is too much. I still to this day have to remind him of people's names. Hilarious. Mm. For Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, there's over 50 people at my aunt's house. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Your aunt's got a big house. And, yeah. yes. <laughs> your aunt's and... killing it. <laughs> Dang. Aunt's and killing it. He. It was hard for him in the beginning. Like, yeah. And it was an adjustment for me. Like, I would be offended. Like, he would just be, like, off in the corner. And yeah. I'd be like, go talk to my family. <laughs> like, go mingle. Yeah. Ask them questions about their lives. Like, get to know them. Yeah. I didn't have grace for my husband and think about the fact that he didn't grow up with this. Yeah. So he doesn't know how to sure. just be family. Yeah. Mm. And I, so it was really, like, frustrating for both of us. Yeah. Because he would just want to, like, he would come for Christmas and stay for a couple hours, then he'd leave and go to the movies. And Stop. at first I would be Woody. so mad. <laughs> but now... And a li- little jealous. Yeah. Li- well, right. now it's his thing. Like, yeah. everybody knows on Christmas, man is going to the movies and wants to come. <laughs> and, like, some people will go with him. Like, yeah. some yeah. of my cousins will go. Yeah. And it's like a thing, Christmas movie. Well, he, there's odds are he's not the only introvert in the group that's like, oh, yeah. hey, peace. Yeah. 50 oh, people, sure. there's going to be yeah. some people there's who are There's always good it. movies at yeah. Christmas. Sure. There's always... <laughs> But the thing is, Many this is family movies. we all grew up with. So if they're introverts, we know so-and-so's a little quiet, so-and-so's a little yeah. this. But he was like the new guy. Oh. So I was like, you you better perk yeah. up. Yeah. You yeah. better start saying some words. Because they're going to think he doesn't like them. Yeah, Yeah, they're exactly. going to take it personal. But now everybody knows, you know. Manny at the movies. Person. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> personality. And it's he, he didn't grow up with a huge family. Yeah. And I did. And he could not believe how close I was with my siblings. Yeah. Still until this day. He does mm. not understand how I can be on a phone call with my mom or my sister where we're not saying anything. Mm. And he's like... Like just empty, well, empty air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like empty it. air because either like she's thinking of something to say or like whatever. Yeah. We know our conversation's not done. Right. I just don't have the words. Yeah. And like if we're <laughs> on the phone and he's in the car and he's like, hang up. Like, no, we're not done talking. And he's like, well, say something. I don't, I don't have something to say yet. Like, just mind your own business. I, yeah. This is how I converse with my sister. Yeah. Yeah. And then something will be like, oh, yeah, did you hear that so-and-so, whatever. <laughs> and then we talk for another, like, 15 minutes on that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you're in the room and, together. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Exactly. We take breaks. It ebbs and it flows. Sure. This exactly. is not, if you want this to stream. That is an adjustment that I had when I uh, married into my wife's family. They, uh. They got a lot of kids, young kids. So she has three siblings, and there's just a bunch of little kids. And I was the like the youngest grandkid. So um, when we had big family extensions, I was like on the tail end of it. So I wasn't used to little kids. And it was similar. She'd be like, you got to get these kids' names straight. And I was like, I don't even know how many kids your brother has. <laughs> to get their names right. Me yeah. knowing his name is asking too much. Well, That's all I can give you. Yeah. Every If you're cranking out a kid every year and a half, and I only see you every two to three years, I'm yeah. not going to. Yeah. Don't expect me to know their name. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm sure this is a question I get a lot, and we can wrap here. Um, and I appreciate you doing this so much. The the you know everyone talks about in uh you know the stereotypes of 
two traveling artists, the struggles of it. Um, I mean, how many road dates are you doing with him apart? How many days are you actually seeing each other? And how do you kind of make that work? How close to a star is a star is born? Yeah. Is it like that? <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. Well, because you haven't seen the movie, so it's I... hard for me. <laughs> And my wife stays at home. And, oh, and, but, but So every time I come home, though, she's there. You come home, and he's not there sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's just, what, constant FaceTime and constant connection, constant, yeah. hey, I'll meet you in the Delta Lounge at the Atlanta airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, what was that movie, Up in the Air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It was like that in the beginning. But yeah. now my husband's not traveling as much because he's not in the band anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It was an adjustment, just like everything else, and um, perspective. Perspective, perspective, perspective is key to everything, Mm. to a thriving marriage, relationship, friendship, uh, relationship with your boss, perspective on everything. Mm. Um, When I first got married, all I knew was a nine-to-five marriage mm. because that's what I saw growing up. Right. Um, that's what you see on movies and TV. Right. Is they wake up, the husband, the wife made breakfast, yeah. the husband comes downstairs, tightens his tie, has yeah. a sip of orange juice, and yeah. like goes to work. <laughs> Tussles the kid's hair. Yeah. And that's yeah. 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 See the full yeah, breakfast he, his wife just made yeah, is still there. The, he didn't yeah. talk to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I just tussle the hair. <laughs> yeah. 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 You ready for your math test today? Yeah. All right, bud. Yeah. <laughs> after school yeah. and so like that's Angela all, whoa yeah, <laughs> cue my dad <laughs> and it, it, that's all I, I knew was was that for marriage so when my husband and I first got married I was on tour he was on tour yeah and it was like well what like we got back from our honeymoon the next weekend we both went our separate ways I mm. went on tour he went on tour and then like a month later we saw each other and then so it was like adjusting and I remember being really frustrated Mm. because I was like asking God like hey when do I get regular married time like when do I get to just have a regular marriage I like this guy yeah that's why I married him like when do (laughs) love to see him I would love to go grocery shopping with him at some point that's our life I would love to do an errand with my my wife I'll go to Ikea. I don't care. I'll do the the worst thing. I would love love to fight over which cereal to get. You know what I mean? (laughs) And and it was real frustrating. But what I felt God say to me was, is this is your normal. Mm. So it was once I changed my perspective and I didn't want something else. I didn't want what I thought was supposed to be, but accepted what was mine Mm. and adjusted my perspective on that. Then it was like, oh, okay, so this is my normal. Let me figure out how to make this work. And once we did that, and then my husband and I, we went to therapy as well Mm -hmm. to try to like talk it out and learn some tools. And one of the things that we, we were taught was about having breaks and taking breaks so it was like Mm. a thing that came from that was he would go on a tour he would have to take a month off he couldn't just do back-to-back tours anymore like he used to do when he was single right so like that was something that came out of that so we're like okay this is our normal Mm. we're both touring we're both entertainers we're both public figures we're both building our brand you're the boss of your company i'm the boss of my company we're both these people but let's figure out how to make it work and that was adjusting yeah and so it's not like oh you just deal with the fact that you're on the road and apart from each other yeah. no you figure out how to make it work okay so 
our rule was yeah. one month off. Mm. Someone else's rule might be every other weekend you gotta stay home. Like yeah. who knows? Like it's whatever works for you in your relationship, but it's yours, mm-hmm. and so make yours work. What I love about that is that that's not like sometimes when people see situations and there's a struggle in the marriage, they try and put the bandaid on it, which is like. Um, they put the practical action item first. Right. But what you did was totally different. It's like, well, we need to change our mind and our hearts on this scene. Yeah. We need to look at this scenario different. Yeah. And then it led to these practical uh-huh. actions. But when you lead to just the practical action, like, hey, I got to take every other month off, you're like, no, but I don't want to yet. Right. Yeah. You have to want to. Yeah. You know? So I appreciate you, Shannon. That's, uh, that's a good place to end because I think that's one of the more beautiful, insightful, honest things someone said on this podcast. So thank Aww. you. And it came full circle I, uh, again. We came full, full circle, circle again. Moment. Yeah. Full circle. We appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at don'tmakemecomebacktheir at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody.